ਸਾਬ ਚੰਗਾ ਸੀ Hello everyone this is Manaj Jagya and in today's class I would be discussing the pre-romantic era that ranges from 1748 to 1798 and as we all know that this particular era is also called as the transition era because it created a drift and this is what gave rise to the major time period of the british history that is romantic era so let's begin with our discussion on pre romanticism and what to study under this particular era so let us first understand what is pre romanticism in the first place i'll start from the french philosopher rousseau rousseau's ideas of liberty equality and fraternity that became the key terms of the french revolution these three key terms liberty equality and fraternity were the life force behind pre romanticism and romanticism movement in british literature rousseau gave his message to the world in the 1817 1870s which is now called as the pre romantic period in english So pre-romanticism is basically a cultural movement in Europe from about the 1740s onwards it succeeded the neoclassicism and preceded the romanticism which officially began in 1798 with the publication of the lyrical ballads by Wordsworth and Coleridge you may want to note down all the names and the works that i would be uh, taking in this lecture because this is how you will plan your study So pre-romanticism is thought to have prepared the ground for romanticism in its full sense because after this romanticism is going to bloom in various ways these are all departures from the orderly framework of neoclassicism let me tell you what neoclassicism is neoclassicism is basically the age of pope today in our telegram group we had three sessions of mock test on the age of pope because it's really very important to study pope in detail what are neo classics neo classics are the new writers of the age of sensibility like pope and these writers followed the classics so the new writers following the classics were called as neo classics the well known example is pope himself so neo classicism is basically a kind of period in the britain history the writers followed the classics of the olden days so you will see that pre romanticism is a departure from the classical style from the neo classical style because neo classics focused on sophisticated writing whenever you turn back to classics you become very sophisticated but the pre romantics and romantics share their feelings and thoughts so it is a departure from the orderly framework of neo classicism and its authorized genres the most important constituents or features you must understand of pre romanticism are first thing you have to study about the sturm and drang movement that Uh, belongs to the german literature but must be studied because it has an effect on british literature as well study about rousseau too 
his primitivism because this is the same era everything is clashing if you see the world literature point of view so when you are studying pre romanticism you cannot forget the sturm and drang movement of the german literature secondly study parallelly about uh, jacques rousseau about his primitivism then also you can notice the cult of sensibility in the sentimental novels that will come now the taste for the sublime the picturesque in landscape everything will relate to sentiments and sensational elements and hence gothic novels will be very famous in this particular time the graveyards will be famous and the gothic things the horror things two things are going to be really very famous in this particular era one is the graveyard school of poetry and the other is the gothic fiction you cannot ignore them so the melancholy of the english graveyard poetry and the sensationalism of the early gothic novels these are the two highlighted events of the pre romantic literature apart from that i have already told you consider the parallel study of sturm and drang movement in german literature rousseau's uh, thoughts because that is also going on simultaneously with the french revolution happening then study a little about sentimental novels as well and also the revival of interest in old ballads and romances so these developments seem to have helped to give a new importance to subjective and spontaneous individual feeling which will come to a full bloom in the romantic era now who are the romantics pre romantics that you should study in detail i have shortlisted five names that are very important from this era first one is thomas gray elegy written on the country churchyard must be study i'll come to thomas green I'll, i'll i'll speak about him in detail i'll just give you the names first thomas gray william cowper william blake robert burns and james thompson these five are considered as the most noted pre romantic poets painters that must be studied thomas gray William Cowper, William Blake, Robert Burns and James Thompson. I'll talk a little on each one of them. First coming to Thomas Gray. Although Thomas Gray was one of the least productive poets, his collective works I think uh, amount to fewer than 1000 lines. but still he is regarded as the foremost pre-romantic poet because of his elegy written on the country churchyard. and also one thing you should know that these were the poets who were very underconfident about themselves grave was so self critical and fearful of failure that he published only 13 poems during his lifetime thomas grave was a poet a letter writer a classical scholar and also a professor at cambridge university still he was so underconfident so let me tell you that you have to study this work elegy written in a country churchyard published 1751 in detail because it's the masterpiece of thomas gray and he is remembered today for his uh, till today for his immortal elegy in fact he is often classed as a graveyard poet for his melancholic notes now let me also talk about william blake i guess this is the second name that i had given in order 
so hardly i think there will be very few if i ask that have not read william blake's poems the two most famous poems that every uh, person must have read are tiger tiger burning bright or if not the tiger poem you must have surely heard or read somewhere little lamb who made thee so it is william blake who has written these uh, commonly recited poems but this was certainly not the case when blake wrote these poems he was not so famous and not so you know uh, popular in his time he was in fact held mad by his contemporaries and had to suffer extreme hardship and uh, he died as an unsung poet he was even a painter so william blake today is recognized as the precursor of romantic literature and painting so we can say that he was the precursor in fact one more important fact in 2002 there was a bbc poll review and in that poll review uh, blake ranked 38 among all the great britons of all ages just imagine of all ages blake ranked number 38 he is held in high for his regard towards his expressiveness and creativity and for the philosophical and mystical uh, undercurrents lying under his work his paintings and poetry possess an undertone of romanticism and hence he is called as the precursor to the romantic age let me also talk about william cowper he was a poet and hymnodist what is a hymnodist the one who sings hymns religious songs and he was one of the most popular poets of his time cowper changed the direction of the 18th century nature poetry by writing of everyday life and scenes of the english countryside so he was the one who started writing about the english countryside in fact samuel taylor coleridge called him the best modern poet now there are a few important works that you should study in detail from william cowper his poem light shining out of darkness is important because in this poem light shining out of darkness you will find this famous phrase god moves in a mysterious way you must all have heard about this famous quote god moves in a mysterious way his wonders to perform so this is from william cowper's poem light shining out of darkness then uh, there is another poem walking with god walking with god also uh one famous quote he has written god made the country and man made the town and this is so important this sentence has so become important god made the country and man made the town that it has become the slogan for the environmentalist and the naturalists of the late 20th century whenever uh, you know there is a cleaning campaign and uh in india specifically this quote is often Uh, made as poster and and you know as a slogan and posted everywhere in the streets so that people may understand that god made the country but it is people who make the town so keep your town clean so it is a sentence that has become a slogan for the entire environmentalist and the naturalist of the 20th late 20th century then who doesn't know about about robert burns Robert Burns was the one who recorded 
and celebrated aspects of farm life traditional culture he talked about class culture and distinctions about religious practices and beliefs and he is famously known as the poet of scotland and he is in fact the national poet of scotland and he has given us this most famous poem my love is like a red red rose a wonderful poem a very romantic one romantic in what today's sense we call romantic my love is like a red red rose oh my love is like a red red rose that's newly sprung in june oh my love is like the melody that's sweetly played in tune so you see the rhyme that is going on in the poem so it's a 1794 song in scots basically which was by robert burns and it is based on the traditional sources let me also talk about a little about james thompson james thompson again was a scottish plus british pre romantic poet and playwright he is known today for his masterpiece the seasons and he is the one who has written the lyrics of rule britannia thompson had studied at the edinburgh university and he became the member of this popular club known as grotesque club which was a literary group and there he me there he met uh his lifelong friend david mellet and his famous works that you must study are obviously rule britannia then the seasons to the memory of sir isaac newton liberty published 1734 and the castle of indolence these are some of the works of james thompson that you must study, uh, you must study now thompson published his masterpiece the seasons the seasons is his, so thompson has published his masterpiece a long blank verse poem in four parts called the seasons and there are four parts in this particular poem the seasons winter he published in 1726 summer he published in 1727 spring he published in 1728 and the whole poem including autumn he published in 1730 the seasons was the first sustained nature poem in english and that is why it becomes so important to study it concludes with a hymn to nature and it's a very important poem that has to be studied So that's all about the pre-romantic writers. I hope you have understood the entire session and the writers that I have discussed their works. You can study about them in detail and prepare your own notes. Thank you.